Friends, if you want a cheat code on living your best life or experiencing the best life that you can ever imagine, it's all about having a relationship with God. Now, before you go, before you go, before you go, let me share some pictures with you just to even provoke the thought that you can actually live your best life here on this world. So I'm going to look at them, right? Because first off that comes up is my lovely wife and I, through my relationship with God, he led me to my wife as she was led to me as well. God spoke to to me saying, Ricky, that Crystal is your wife, as well as him sharing with her before he even shared it with me that Crystal, he, Ricky, is your husband and beautiful. Bam! We came together and, you know, living the great life together that we do. But even this picture speaks to the very fact of one of the things that God shared with me as I was strengthening my ability to hear from him and my confidence of what he said was true, is that, Ricky, you would travel around the world teaching and sharing my word and my love. And here is me teaching in Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya at a, uh, I forgot what the event was, but nonetheless, I was teaching. This was my first time in Kenya and first time speaking with the translator. Speaking of, the next picture is myself and the translator because they're the language that they speak is Swahili as a first predominant language and English isn't the predominant language. Therefore, with me speaking English and sometimes speaking fast, it wouldn't be best for the environment, right? For the speaking opportunity. So I had to have a translator. However, again, through my relationship with God, through my confidence, trust, and communication with God, I knew that I was okay and would be okay in this environment, and I had something to share to the people. To this here next one, this was the following year. We were invited back, believe it or not, great people. We were invited back to speak to the leaders, to the people there in Nairobi, Kenya. And so here's my wife and I as we do life together, missions together, and share together at the Jurassic, not Jurassic Park, but the Giraffe Park in uh, Kenya. So if you do go to Nairobi, Kenya, make sure you go check that out. It's pretty, pretty cool. And uh, for the people listening on the podcast, check out the YouTube channel, Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast, where you can see these pictures as well. However, the next picture is us in Jamaica. Actually, yes, we were pregnant with, well, she was physically pregnant, but together we were pregnant with our second child, Ricky Jones III. And, uh, you know, fun times, good times. God spoke to us again. And uh, this one was fun because with this child, we waited until he was born to find out the gender. We already had Rain, our daughter, and we were open. Like, God, whatever it is that you want us to have, we're excited for the child. And so we waited. And it wasn't until the child was delivered, flipped upside down, and the doctor said, you are having a boy that we knew. He was a boy. So that was fun. That was fun. That was a moment of peace, a moment of which we did it for so many reasons. But out of it, we learned patience. Right. We learned that in the midst of having a blessing, it's okay to wait for the full excitement of it. Right. And so even when you hear a word from God, that's the blessing. That's the moment where you're excited. You know that it's going to happen. You know, that it's going to come to pass because God's word will perform that in which he says. But, you know, I'm already getting excited. Right. I'm already getting excited. But nonetheless, the next picture is myself in the Bahamas with a missions team. And we are out here delivering toys to the kids in the Bahamas, but then also myself ministering the word. Right. And this was so great because, uh, you know, 
I'll get to the next picture, which is bam, this one here, as it is my true or my son Ricky's godparents. And we prayed. Chris and I prayed. We asked God who should be Ricky's God's parents because we know that's a special place, right, in people's lives of being a godparent, of having a god child. And at the time in which we prayed and talked to God, neither one of them had had a son. They both had had two daughters, oddly enough. And, you know, God worked it out. God told both Crystal and I these two should be. So mama friend is what we call her. And Pastor Lamar is who he is. And they are Ricky's godparents. And as we asked both of them, would they be Ricky's godparents? They both cried. And it was a moment. And largely because they both wanted a son, but didn't have one. However, Ricky would be their son that they always wanted, never had, but now has. And so God is so good. And those are just pictures, right? Moments that are in indicative of the very fact of the power of a relationship with God. And in this here podcast, I want to share four beautiful, beautiful, beautiful qualities that we can rest on in having a relationship with God. And as we grow on those four things, our relationship with God will strengthen. Our relationship with God will grow. And in a result of that, will our lives be better? Will our lives grow? Will we be more encouraged? Will we be more powerful? Will we experience all that God would have for us to experience? And so I wrote them down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that I remember all those things. However, will we we can know and have a relationship with God is that we can experience his honesty, right? And having a relationship with anybody. These are four different qualities that we should have in relationship within our relationships. However, with God, we know that there will be honesty. We know that there will be love. We know that there will be trust and we should definitely have good communication. So honesty, love, trust, communication are the things that we're going to talk about today. So how can we know that God is honest? How can we know that we can trust the word that he says. Well, in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, I'm going to give you this scripture along with another one that is just the one of all the one of them all. And here in Isaiah 55, verse 11, it says, it is the same with my word, says God. I added that part, says God. I sent it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So here God is letting us know that, I mean, no, you can rest assured that what I say will actually take place and what I say will bear fruit. And the beautiful thing about fruit is that it grows from small to large, but then multiplies in its strength, right? Because when you plant one apple seed, you don't just get one apple. No, you get a tree bearing multiple apples with multiple seeds within it that will then produce exponentially more of an apple. And what God is saying is that when he says things to us, we can know that it will accomplish what he says, but even beyond, right? That exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine as other scriptures share, we can know that as we trust God, as we lean into what he says and do what he says and have faith and confidence in what he says, it will not only accomplish what he says, but it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above, right? Even in those pictures that I shared, I 
heard what God said I would travel around the world, but I never thought I would be speaking right in Kenya or travel to Aruba or travel to the Bahamas, speak there multiple times, share God's love through giving gifts and speaking and imparting upon people. I never saw those things taking place, but God did. And that's the exceedingly abundantly, right? That's the fruit. That's the multiplicity of what God has to do. And even beyond that, now our family living in Johannesburg, South Africa, our kids even get to experience the word of God, the fruit of God's word back many, many, many years ago. And they're now able to share his love with others and experience his love while us being here. And it's just good. It's just good. You know what I'm saying? And not only is it good for me, but I believe and declare that it will be good for you. I know that even during this episode that God will even shine bright in your life. He'll show you ways in which he's desired to have a relationship with you. He's desired to show his goodness to you, his favor, his blessings, his grace towards you. And I promise you by the end of this episode, you'll have more of a confidence that you and God do have a relationship with other, with each other. And you'll be able to see how and where that relationship has been made manifest. How about that? All right. So, and then in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, Another reminder of the trust that we can have in God. It says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Never, not ever, I would say. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? (laughs) Never, not ever, I would dare to say. And then in verse 20, it says, listen, I receive a command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse it. So all that to say, great people, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. If he spoke it, he'll do it. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. I believe that's the King James Version. But nonetheless, all that to say, God is a God of his word. He will bring forth what he says, right? Two verses that uh, go along with that truth. And so as God shares with us, as we have and build our relationship and establish our relationship with him, we can trust that he will do what he says. Even if we don't believe that we can hear from him just now, just yet, or right now, we can know that as we read his word, the things that he said in his word, things that he's done in his word, we can believe those things for ourselves as children, as people of God. And so let us have that trust and that confidence in him, knowing that he will do what he says he'll do. And he's somebody that is trustworthy beyond anybody we can experience here on earth. And so, boom, that's one of the things. Trust, right? But like I said, the second thing that we can build our relationship and establish our relationship with God is that on love. And this was cool because as I was preparing for this episode, God, and I was asking God, you know, give me some scriptures to go along with what you're saying because I love to be rooted in his word because that's something that we can all read for ourselves and have the confidence of what he said through his word. And God shared with me with this part of love, how we can establish our relationship with him is the very fact of a sacrifice. I'm like, whoa, God, that might be too deep for some. But I believe that if you're, you know, strong enough or you're ready, you'll be able to receive. And what God was sharing with me is that as he 
God gave Jesus as a sacrifice for us all, right? That's the ultimate sign of love. What greater love than for one to sacrifice their own lives for somebody else, right? That's why we give honor to veterans. We give honor to soldiers and people that give their lives for our freedoms or give our, their lives for uh, us being able to live as people, right, in our countries and areas and territories and lands. We give honor to them. So much so, Jesus, right, God in the flesh, gave his life for us all so that we may be in right standing with God, so that we may be able to come before God with boldness, right, to the throne of grace and mercy and truth. And so God was saying, okay, there's that love that I shared to you all. Well, that same love you can give to me by sacrificing your life, giving your life to the glory of God for others to be able to experience the goodness of God, the plans of God. God, the ways of God. And ultimately, we can exchange love through that with one another. And I was like, oh, snap, God. I never saw love that way. However, the scriptures even let us know that we should lay down our lives daily, right? And take up the cross and follow him. Just as Jesus laid down his life on the cross, right? For us to be able to follow him, we should do and we could do the same thing. So as we're building our relationship with God, sacrifice who we are, sacrifice all that we are because God has greater for us. God has greater in store. And I'm going to say a couple of weeks ago, God has shared with me and I even shared it with you all for during my our prayer time that God was like, I need you to sacrifice. I need you to sacrifice what you have and all that you have so that I can be first place in your life, so that I can be the one that guides you, that leads you, and that directs you along your way so that you don't have anything between you and I, so that I won't have anything between you and I, right, says God. And I, I sacrificed I, verbally, right? It wasn't like I had to burn everything. You may be even wondering, how do I sacrifice in my life? So thank you, God. Thank you for that clarity. So even in God sharing that with me, it wasn't for me to just like, burn everything or give everything away like no it was a verbal surrender right i surrender all that i have to you all of my clothes all of the money that i have all of the shoes the jewelry the electronics the time that i have i surrender to you and god i'm open to whatever it is that you would have for me to do with those things in any given time, right? That was me surrendering all to God. However, with my life, it was me saying that, okay, God, I know I tried it on my own. I know I tried to fulfill my own desires. I tried to fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? And at the end of the day, I recognized and realized that I could never quench the desires of the flesh. I could never do wrong enough to feel like it was okay and it was right, right? You could never fulfill the flesh, Never, ever, never, not ever. Okay. And so come when you come into the knowledge of that, then you'll come into the realization that, okay, I should surrender my life. Okay. I should give up all that I am to God and truly allow for him to lead and direct my path. And so that's what that was. God, here's my life. Here's another life that you have the opportunity and you have the capability to guide, to lead and direct. I'm here for you to do whatever it is that you would have for me to do. And may I always be attentive to your word and always be able to hear what you would have for me to say so that I'm always ready and capable and able to do what you would have for me to do, knowing that thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Boom. 
There was me sacrificing my life, right? And it even talks about it in Romans um, chapter 12, I believe. It talks about the mind. Let us be renewed within our mind so that we're able to do what is good, acceptable, and pleasing to God, right? Which is our reasonable service, right? It's reasonable to give us self because God has given so much, right? He's given his only begotten son, his only son, Jesus. He's given for us all. However, you know. We can give of ourselves, and I'm telling you, when I did so, as I've done so on a regular, my life has never been the same. I never imagined, right, that one, I'll be married. I knew that that day would come one day, but I just never thought about it to the full extent of what it is now. Never thought being a father, like, wait a minute, I'm a father of two, and it's been fun. It's been joy. It's been challenging. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been challenging, but it's been rewarding. It's been fun. My kids are fun. My kids are exciting. They're excited for God and the things of God, and it brings me joy, right? We even have a family channel. For those that don't know, we have a family channel on YouTube channel, uh, excuse me, called the Jones Family Channel. So go check that out as we share our life here in Johannesburg and life in general, okay? But nonetheless, all that it wasn't a plug. It was just just to share with you all how we share with the world how life is. But nonetheless, God's been good, right? And sacrificing my all, God has been good. And he even shares with me how the best is yet to come, how there's more in store, how he's even working things out in the supernatural, doors being opened, ways being made, favor taking place, my name being in places that I've never even been in, and me being able to experience it in the physical, right? And how it's going to happen soon. And so God is so good. However, again, we're talking about building our relationship, how we can build our relationship with God, the results of building our relationship with God. So one, we know we can trust God. Two, we know of how we can share and exchange love with one another, which will truly edify, build up our relationship with God. But then let's talk about trust, right? We talked about honesty. We know, well, I think I said trust, but I definitely meant honesty in the beginning, right? Those two verses was all about God being honest. However, we can build our trust. Because oftentimes we don't have proper trust in God because we are uh, more than anything, you know, we're delayed in doing so and having trust in God because we've heard other people's stories about their relationship with God and how they prayed and didn't receive or they prayed and God hasn't done or they prayed and it didn't work. Right. And we can allow for those stories to diminish what we believe our trust can be in God. But let us know. Right. As the Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, which I, I love this scripture as it pertains to trusting in God. Proverbs chapter three, verses five and verse um, six, which, you know, a lot of people probably know this by heart, which is great to have it memorized. However, let us hear it for what it has to say today. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. And so right there, I can stop right there because here it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Don't depend on what your experiences have said. Don't depend on what others have said, but trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Here, the heart is referencing the mind, your thought faculties, your subconscious mind, your conscious mind, and all the various dwellings that are within the mind, the brain. Trust in the Lord with all your mind. Everything that's within you, trust in the Lord. Don't allow what others have said. Don't allow what your experiences have tried to convince you of. Don't allow what uh, depression or feeling like you're unworthy or feeling 
feeling like, no, you tried it. Don't allow for those things to be what you take into the future. But trust in the Lord with all your heart. If God said it, he'll see it to pass. If he spoke it, he'll do it. We said it. We've seen it already in the word and we'll see it in your life as well. But then it goes on to say in verse six, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Seek his will in all you do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering what to do in life, you have a relationship with God. So ask him. God, what is your will with my life today? What is your will with my life this month? What is your will with my life this year and the years to come? What is your will for my life? And as we talked about it last week, if you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you'll find. If you knock, the door will be open to you. God is not one that wants to withhold from you his truth. God is not one that wants to withhold with you his plan, your purpose, or your destiny. He will surely tell it to you. Now, he may not give you the full picture. He may not give you the full all of it, right? The, the the highs, the lows, and those things, because that's a part of the journey. That's a part of the faith that we operate in as we go through the things in which he shares with us that we will do, right? And so don't, 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 don't get it twisted. <laughs> Oftentimes we get uh, discouraged because we don't get the full plan. But at the end of the day, when we get his word, that's enough to act on. What he shares with you is enough to act on, and you'll continue to receive as the days unfold. As the hours continue and as the weeks continue to come to pass. So <clears throat> it's all good. What he shares with you is enough is what I'm saying. And you can trust what he has to say. Right. We trust. We trust. We trust in the Lord. I believe in King James Version says trust in the Lord with all thy heart with all thine heart, right? Lean not into thine own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He will direct your path. He will share with you how to go, where to go, what to do. He'll direct you, right? As long as we have trust in the Lord. So what we know so far is that in our relationship with God, we know that he's honest, right? We know how we can exchange love. We know that we can trust him. But last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be confident in our ability to communicate with God, for us to communicate with God. And largely that comes with time, largely that comes with trust, largely that comes with setting setting some time to communicate with him, right? And that could be through prayer. But know that prayer is not a monologue. No, it's a dialogue. There's two in the midst of prayer, right? There's multiple, truly, in the in the midst of prayer, which probably we'll talk about it um, as the weeks and days go on. But there's actually more than you and God around as you pray. There are angelic hosts. There's Holy Spirit there present, right? There's the kingdom of God present as you are praying to God. However, not to make that so grand, right? And so much that we can't comprehend. However, as we pray to God, as we communicate with God, let us speak. Okay. Yeah, we got that. We speak, we prayed, we've tarried, we've cried, we've been taught all those things. But as well, in all of that, let us sit there long enough to be able to hear what he has to say to us. Because God is not one that just sits quietly or one that sleeps or slumbers that we talk to him and in due time, he'll respond. Like, no, he will respond if you're there long enough to hear, right? If you shared all that you have to share, if you said all that you have to share, stick there long enough to hear what he has to share or say to you, which is why I journal, right? And in the midst of the journal that I, I love to do, right? Uh, titled, What is He to You Today? is actually a journal that God had gave to me that I did as I was strengthening my relationship with him that he said, okay, you can share with others. And it's on Amazon. I'll put a link down below if you desire to grow 
grow in your relationship with God. However, it came a time where it was time for me to not only pray a prayer to God, but now let me write down what I hear God saying to me. Let me write down what the voice within is saying. And I go back and read it weekly. At the end of, or at the beginning of a new week, I read what God has shared with me in the previous week. And I probably could change that up. However, as I go back and read, I'm excited. I'm reinvigorated. I'm encouraged because sometimes, right, God shares with me things that will take place in the day that I'm not aware of until it takes place. And then I'm reminded of what God has said because thanks to the Holy Spirit. And then the next day, God is like, you did a good job, which on Friday, it'll be like testimony Friday. And I'll share with you all what I'm talking about specifically. However, in us communicating with God and even as we communicate with others and building our relationship with others, it's a dialogue, right? God has things that he wants to say with us. Yes, right? We have things that we want to share with God. But the word even says, even before we pray to God, he already knows what we're going to pray to him about. And so more importantly, as we pray and talk to God, let us be in a space and a place where we're able to receive. Don't pray in such a hurry that you're just talking and then you leave because you could leave with the answer left right? Left in the space that you were in, left in the chair that you were in, left in the bed or beside the bed that you pray alongside before you went to bed. Like, stay there long enough, right? But if you're there and you're not hearing, it's okay, right? It's okay. It may come in a dream. It may come in a vision later on in the day. It may come from somebody else that also hears from God that has something that they want to say or share to you from God. And so all that to say, great people, let us stand true to those four pillars of how we can grow our relationship with God, how we can strengthen our relationship with God, how we can renew our relationship with God. Know that we can be sure that he's honest. He's an honest God. He's a just God. He, what he's spoken will come to pass, right? But he's a loving God. And as he loves us, we can show our love to him by sacrificing who we have, what we have, and all that we have so that he can bring glory to it. He can bring hope and trust and honesty out of those things. You know what I'm saying? But then out of that, we can trust him. We can trust him and all that he does and all that he says and all his ways for our lives. But outside of that, we communicate. We communicate with him on a regular. We communicate with him daily because in his word, he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. But then even with that word, we know that as we communicate with him, he'll communicate with us. And the words that he says will lead and direct us into all truth. So great people. My prayer is that your relationship with God strengthens, your relationship with God grows, and your relationship with God is all that not only you desire it to be, but all that God has already preordained it to be before you came to this world. Even before the foundations of this world, there was a plan, there was a destiny, and there was a calling for your life. And I desire for you to come into the full knowledge of it. And if you do too, say, I do too. And I believe that you're going to do it. I believe that enough has been said and shared for us to run, 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 run with the relationship with God that we can be proud of, that we can be excited about, and that we can be more encouraged and share with others because of it. And so I'll pray by saying, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you that you are great and greatly to be praised. I thank you that you are honorable, Lord God. I thank you for you building your confidence in uh, Shantae, Lord God. I thank you that she knows that you are 
are great and that she is great through you and because of you. Lord God, I thank you for Mama Jones and all that she is. Lord God, I thank you that the relationship that you all have will continue to be strengthened, will continue to grow, and that you'll continue to lead and direct her along the path that you've already preordained for her, Lord God. I thank you that her latter years will be better than her former years, Lord God. And I thank you for those that will come in contact with her, with her being the beacon of light that she is, and they will be the better because of it. They will be better because she would illuminate dark places in their lives. And because of the words that you give her, that they will be better because of their interactions between the two of them. And I thank you for all those that are listening as well on the podcast, as well as watching on YouTube. May continue to speak to them and strengthen your presence in their lives as they are open to you being present and have a relationship with them. And I thank you that we will all be the better. This world will be the better because of it all. And it's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Great people, great people, great people. I'm excited for all that God has to say and to share with us this week. As I said before, but even specifically on tomorrow, we'll be talking through the various things that um, have been a hindrance to us having a relationship with God. Sometimes we have self-punishment, right, because of the things that we've done and the space in which we put ourselves because we believe that that's where God puts us. But no, 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 no. Let us be renewed with a new thought that though we may have done wrong, God doesn't think wrongly about us if we are his children. So tomorrow we we're gonna talk about it we're gonna have fun with it and i'm excited to share it with you all until then great people i love you love you love you love you all peace